Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Well, if a man with a big authoritative voice tells you so, it must be true. Welcome back. Great to have you here. Around the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, it's always a pleasure to uh, welcome in our next guest here, where you can turn to the New York, New York podcast. You download it, you subscribe, you follow, whatever the heck you're supposed to do these days with these podcasts, and into your eardrums comes. Start spreading the news. The insight from a Syracuse grad, a man who is going to watch his uh, favorite NFL football team. Let's, they're in a playoff game coming up on Sunday. And uh, as to not uh, tempt the football gods too much here, I will turn to John Dostromsky, JJ, to tell us just how badly his Miami Dolphins will get uh, crushed by your uh, Buffalo Bills come this Saturday, amongst other things we'll discuss. Hello, JJ. How are you? That's very apropos. I'm walking on Park Avenue right now as we speak, which is a rarity for me. Well, I'm never in the city. I had some things I had to attend to. I actually spoke to some Syracuse students earlier in the day, which is always the best. Um, But I wanted to congratulate you as I texted you earlier today. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations on your first round bye. I know in light of the DeMar Hamlin situation, Buffalo wondered, would they get a first round bye? Would they be taken care of? Well, you got taken care of. Yes. Skylar Thompson in the first round. So, uh, congratulations. Get ready for Cincinnati round two. Congrats. All right, look, it's the playoffs. Uh, if there's a team that just you can't find a path because you mentioned the injuries, uh, Mostert is out. Every key player is out with the exception of Tyree Kill, and he can't do everything. But if there's a way, J.J., what is the way for your Miami Dolphins? I'll, I'll at least be fair and ask that question. Um, Prayers? <laughs> That's all, seriously, that's all I got for you, dude. Like, listen, the shame of this is Miami and Buffalo played two awesome games throughout the they regular did. season. I mean, those were two fabulous, two of the best games of the year, in my opinion. The one when Josh Allen saw the clock expire in Miami, um, and then the game up in Buffalo where I thought Tua and the Miami offense really distinguished themselves. And, you know, the game came down to the wire with a last-second field goal, so... You know, if Tua was playing and Toronto Armstead was playing and Raheem Mostert was playing, I'd say, yeah, I think Buffalo would win the game. But I think Miami gave him one hell of a fight. This Miami team, I saw them. I went to the game Sunday uh, against the Jets in South Florida. Uh, I, I don't know how they won the game. I, I mean, in all seriousness, they could not block the Jets. Skyler Thompson stinks. So much for the narrative that anybody can get the ball at Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle because – Clearly, Skyler Thompson cannot. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Um, I guess the only way I see this game being competitive is if Buffalo is going to go and stink up the joint. Is Josh Allen going to throw three interceptions? Uh, is the Buffalo defense just going to let Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and leave them wide open? Aside from that, I mean, I think the Bills could play poorly and still win this game by 10 points. I really do. Let me answer that for you. No. Uh, the answer is no to all of those things. Your answer was prayers. No, we took all those. We've got all the prayers from the DeMar Hamlin situation coming our way still. So you can't even have that, J.J. We've taken all of it from you. So uh, best of luck in that department. Other off-topic discussion before we get into some New York sports here with you. 
Uh, you asked me this question. I'll ask it right back to you. What just what do you think of what you've seen from Syracuse basketball? Do we got a season here? Are, when you come for your annual visit to go to a game, are we going to be talking about a team still in tournament contention? Or what's your view from the big city on the big team here? All right, so I really enjoyed last night's game. And, and I'm blanking already on the kid who I absolutely adore. And I tweeted about him last night. Malik Brown. Can you help me? Malik Brown. Brown. Hey, Jim, if you're listening, I love you. Hall of Famer. He needs to play, and he needs to play a ton. He's instant energy. He rebounds, which is something nobody else on the team does. Uh, I loved watching him. I love Mintz, Max. I, I think he's tremendous, dude. It's so refreshing to have a Syracuse point guard break down a defense, break a press without hesitation. Like, he's a player. Um, the defense still stinks. Um, their offense is very reliant on Edwards. They go as he goes. I want to say when I come up for the Virginia game in a big Monday a couple weeks from now, the game is still going to have some meaning. But I, I will say this, and maybe you agree or disagree. They have to beat either Miami or Carolina for me to think they got a chance of making the tournament. Is that reasonable? A, I, that's reasonable, and I think the list is longer because they don't have any quad one wins to this point. Last night was important because they got a quad two win in the books. And I'm not sure where the heck Carolina is going to be. It'll still be a quad one game, though. So what you're saying lines up here. They get Virginia and Virginia Tech again at the end of the month. Like They've got four more quad one games here before the month is over. So the opportunity is striking here, but you're you're right in line with what they need to do. Tell that person honking their horn, by the way, that that's John Jastrzemski, and how dare they? How dare that's they? That's right. Park Avenue, man. Expect the unexpected. Anyway, great stuff there. Appreciate your opinions as always on the cues because I know you're following. But on to matters of New York sports, and it starts with the New York football giants in the playoffs here against the Vikings. I like Brian Dable saying, look, you don't need experience to win here. It's about other things. I just like the, the tone he has set from day one here, and this is a very winnable game for the Giants, and they just kind of have that feel, J.J., of the team no one wants to play. What do you see? Well, listen, I think the coach is outstanding. Uh, to me, actually, it's not even close. He's the NFL coach of the year. I don't want to hear about Sirianni. I don't want to hear about Kyle Shanahan. I, I, I don't want to hear about anybody else. He is the coach of the year. That giant team, to be in a position that they're in, they don't have a whole lot of talent. But here's what they do have going for them. Confidence. Because they easily could have beaten Minnesota a few weeks ago. Daniel Jones played one of his best games of the year, and he's been fantastic all season. And now you're seeing the Giants really develop a pass rush. Kayvon Thibodeau has been a beast. Ojalari, Dexter Lawrence, who was named in the All-Pro team, he had a fabulous, fabulous year. That's the recipe for them. they got to score points, though. And the only thing I would caution you and everybody else on, I'm walking around town, everybody, and I mean everybody I talk to, likes the New York Giants, and that acts scares the living daylights out of me because I think Minnesota's got a chip on their shoulder and I think they're the more talented team. I mean, the Giants don't have a Justin Jefferson. The Giants don't have the same groupings of playmakers that the Vikings do. Uh, I'm going to disappoint a lot of people in the audience who are Giant fans. I do not like the Giants in the game. I think it'll be close. I think they'll fight hard. I think Minnesota's a better team. I think they find a way to win. On the other side there, JJ, look, the Jets are a quarterback away. Point blank. They get a competent quarterback in there. They could very much be what your Miami Dolphins were, a team that finds its way into the postseason next year. But who's the right quarterback that's out there that they should pursue? 
Well, I thought it was Jimmy Garoppolo until they just fired Michael Four. Because remember, LaFleur's got all these connections to the Shanahan, McDaniel, you know, offensive system they're running in San Francisco. Um, now you got to wonder, all right, are they looking for a different type of quarterback? And, you know, I don't know who their offensive coordinator is going to be. That, to me, is a million-dollar question. You tell me a guy like Frank Reich is the offensive coordinator, I'm fine with LaFleur getting let go. But think about this for a second now, Axe. The Jets, they basically have a playoff mandate next year. They don't go to the playoffs next year. They're getting rid of everybody. They're getting rid of the head coach. They're probably getting rid of the general manager. And they're going to make a whole lot of changes. If you're an offensive coordinator candidate, is that going to be your number one destination? I'm not so sure about that. You know, I'd be a little bit concerned about that. But as far as the quarterback, I still think if it's not going to be a dream scenario of like Aaron Rodgers or um, Lamar Jackson, Garoppolo fits them the best. I do not like Carr. I think he's very overrated. Uh, I, I don't know if he's got the right mentality to be able to handle a city like New York and what it provides. Um, I like Garoppolo more than Carr, and that would be the direction I'd go, realistically speaking. JJ, what was your view of the Mets getting in on Carlos Correa and the Mets getting out of the Carlos Correa situation? Does it seem like they kind of dodged a bullet there? Well, I wanted Correa a month ago, but I didn't know these medicals were as bad as they are. You know, that's what it boils down to. And listen, for the Mets and the Giants to have these concerns, you couldn't go and give this guy a 12-year contract. Look, I think it's short-term a loss for the Mets because they still are lacking that power bat, and that's what they thought Carlos Correa was going to be. But long-term, I mean, I don't know about you. I don't think that contract's going to hold up too well over six years, yet alone 12 years. And that's what the Mets would have signed him for. J.J., a little basketball thought here before we let you go. Uh, If the season ended today, and it certainly does not, but if it did, I think we knew Brooklyn would be in the playoffs, but I see the New York Knickerbockers in a playoff position right now. Does that surprise you? Is that too early to even discuss here? Are people starting to get a little uh, excited about what this situation could be? What's, What's your read on it? They're a little bit better than I thought they'd be. I'm not going to lie. They're a little bit better than I thought they'd be. Jalen Brunson, I know they paid him a ton of money, Axe. He is a fun player to watch. You know, he's got basketball smarts, high basketball IQ, makes the right play at the right time. He's a winning player. That's what it boils down to. He's a winning player. Randall has bounced back. I would have I done anything to get him off the team. He's been terrific this season. Um, they got to get Barrett going. But as far as the Knicks and where they are, they're a little bit ahead of where I thought they'd be. And looking at the Eastern Conference, they could be one of the six teams that's not playing in that play. And I usually could see that at this point. JJ, thanks for the time, my friend. Uh, I would say enjoy the playoffs, but it's going to be a long day for you there. Uh, just enjoy some other things. Well, I got no stress. Dude, that's the one exactly. thing. I, yeah, you got nothing I got to lose. no stress about this game. Good Zero. Point. So you got all the pressure. That's a fair point. Thank you, sir. We'll talk again soon. See you, buddy. Enjoy the game. You, Bye. You do the same. My man, JJ, right there, John Jastrzemski, the New York, New York podcast. Follow, subscribe, download, listen, everything in between. We will break and return. Um, no blind side today. We usually don't do the blind side on Thursday, so we'll have some more thoughts on Syracuse basketball. Nick Monroe departing as well if you want to hop in on that. Kind of a open segment rest of the way to take you to Crunch Weekly, top of the hour. Syracuse women's basketball coming up, 645 Don't forget the Jim Beheim show over on TK99 at 7 o'clock as well. Busy night ahead.